Hello everyone, Francesco here. Just want to offer a disclaimer about the upcoming episode. A few of us were rather sick while we were recording parts 2 and 3 of the story arc, so I'm just going to apologize now for any gross sniffling sounds that I could not cut out that you may hear. But I hope it doesn't take away from your listening experience, and again, this show is only intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. I'm just real curious, uh, does, uh, does Mr. Ivan over there have any, uh, uh, obvious weaknesses? <laughs> <laughs> internet and welcome to another special episode of hapless heroes i'm francesco your host and dm for this adventure to my left we have james playing sven svensson hello there we have mike playing robin tossbottom welcome back dave playing our lovable robot warforged zero lovable but unable to love (laughs) uh zach playing spike i like pie and Massimo playing Flareon the Barbarian. Yeah, hey, how you doing? <laughs> uh, last time on our little Zero arc here, you guys um, continued your journey towards the um, Dunboard and Mountain Range. Um, found yourselves as you you know as you were resting one night, um, almost surprised by a group of bandit kobolds who tried to rob you unsuccessfully, and then you decided to rob them back in a much more successful fashion. That's and, with the bull, you get the horns. Mm-hmm. And after uh, also stealing some horses from the town you guys were in before, oh, no. um, managed to make it to this mountain range in good time. Um, you guys were about you know a little less than 2,000 feet away from this giant camp you found outside of the uh, entrance to this mountain and possibly forge. And you notice that there's a lot of people there because you kind of tried to scout out the place. So you decided to create a distraction by creating a pentagram of torches to lure out their guard. And, you know, you guys, you guys kind of snuck around this large rock face, take an alternative route. And, you know, we ended the last episode with you hearing the stampede of their little feet running towards your distraction. Aww. So you guys are kind of, you know, that's where we are now. You hear them running, and you heard a horn sound. And, uh... That we could not duplicate if we tried. (laughs) (laughs) Straight out of Looney Tunes. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh... Just give our last episode another download, just for... (laughs) Just for that. Just to inflate our download numbers. 43 minutes in. And make sure you listen to the whole thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Anyways, sorry. Wait, does that even matter for download counts? No, it doesn't. Okay. No, but massage our egos anyway. (laughs) Stroke it. (laughs) But anyways, so, um, yeah, you guys are sort of making your way around this rock face, and you hear sort of this response um, to your 
to your plan. What do you do? Fuck, we can't take you guys anywhere. Um, I mean, my crossbow is at the ready. Right. You can't see anyone because you guys are on the other side of this thing. But you guys make it to, um, you know, the other side where you can kind of see, you know, farther off where you had laid out your torches. There are about, let's say, 12 of these sort of gray-skinned dwarf dwarves. Why you got to be racist? Yeah, dude. Dude, they, why they, why they, you gotta go there? Their, their skin's gray. That's what they are, man. <laughs> it's a descriptive word. It's just a tome apart. Anyways, <laughs> these gray-skinned dwarves are all sort of um, huddled around and sort of looking puzzled by this pentagram. group of torches. Yeah, pentagram. Um, and they haven't noticed you kind of poking your heads out, taking a look. Where are you guys going right now? Is there sort of I investigating? I thought we ran away. No, you guys were going around. I find yeah. doing are we in an path path are we laterally? Okay. Are we in an area where uh, <laughs> Spike can detect their numbers? I would say these no, are. Said, I mean, this is like stampede. scorched earth. This is like this is more mountainous terrain at this okay. point. Yeah, so this, this would no longer mine. be right. his wheelhouse. Well, so could we check to see if we can? I mean, I kind of told you. There's like there's twelve of them. Oh, there's twelve armor. Yeah. A dozen. Are they a baker's dozen or a regular like dozen? Oh yeah, they got they got axes. They're and coming picks on the and... attack, so it's more like the dirty dozen. Yeah. Okay, um, so this is probably the front line. Right. But we've already like, armored. <clears throat> I thought. All right, so we're still closer to them than we are to mine, though. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, but not, not a lot. I mean, like, the road kind of curves off around this rock face. So like, you guys are on the other side of it. You would say that they're more towards the center of where you like you where you guys like laid the um, the pentagram down so like you're still i would say a good why don't we say 100 feet from them let's i'd say we continue to advance towards the mine i agree to avoid the 12 okay yeah they sent five we can take it they sent 12 that's a that's a tall order my only guess is if they send 12 there's probably 50 maybe but that's still 12 that we outmaneuvered. I would say because of the time that it took for them to respond, this wasn't like a well-thought-through you know, response. Okay. Okay. And awesome. I think they probably sent some strong guys out. If we weren't engaged in right. well, right. yeah, 50, roll. they would engage us as so well. So you guys are just trying to head <laughs> still straight towards the camp. Yes. All your flames are extinguished. and You guys are just kind of sort of yeah, I don't think we had, stealthily we had... make your way through. We're on horseback still, aren't we? Technically, yes. I mean, would you do? You, are you going to stay on your horses? They can't catch us, right? You know what? I got, it's not like we're racing there. I got, I got a little bit of an idea. We want to create a little more chaos. Let's unleash the horses. Just smack them on the hind quarters and have them run off in different directions. Stampede them through the the quarters. Should we send them through the mine, or should we just just send them in no, different them directions? In, yeah, yeah, everywhere. Send them wherever chaos. they want to run. I like it. Them. We don't. I like it. We don't I like need them. Sending maybe a couple into the mine. But we're like no. we're still a long way away. We oh, can't no, guarantee. Yeah, we want we want, we want their the attention on the horses. We want that attention somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, you're still you know over a thousand. All right. So we all we all dismount and proceed to give our horses a good slap on the ass. I mean, should yep. we throw a throw so. something to see how well we like how how much these how horses well li- listen to us? <laughs> no, I'm just gonna say it happens. I like the plan. I think it's clever. I'm just gonna I'll just say that that happens. Rule of cool, man. 
was cool. Rule of yeah. Cool. It's a cool plan. It you know, just happens. We, we lose nothing for it. We no longer need the horses. Well, we lose Even the horses. if they horses. don't chase the horses, yeah. we're, not, right we're not in a you worse position anything. for doing it. Right. I feel bad for Spike. Spike is welling up a little bit. You know, he leans over uh-huh. and he says, Goodbye, Daffodil. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, sorry, man. Uh, so, yeah, these horses just kind of start galloping in all different directions. Daffodil. Daffodil does pause a moment and look at you. I know. One tear streaming down her eye <laughs> as she gives you a, oh, a wink. A good horse. And she rides off to sure death in the volcanic <laughs> that you've just, for some reason, set her off into. No, there, there's a better case scenario where people aren't just going to throw away good horses. One of them will reclaim that horse, but then they'll be encumbered by a horse they don't need right Recycling now. horses. And they don't really connect with it as well. That's as what do. they call the no, glue. No, they pack. don't. It's not going to die. Though. Recycling horses. No. All right. So yeah, um, the hey, we're hipsters here were upcycling them. <laughs> <laughs> this so the these horses you know start just galloping around like some towards the camp, some are just like all around the road and stuff like that. And you see that this guard, you know, this forward guard or whatever, begins to sort of respond, and they all look a bit confused and. And in a bit of a disarray, so like well, one of them, you know, a couple, a group of them are like chasing one of these horses down, like down the road back where you guys like kind of came up from, so like farther away from you, you know, two two guys run into the camp like after you know Daffodil, um, and then the other two horses you go know, kind Daffodil, of all scatter, go! In, scatter in different uh, directions. There, one of one horse, you know, heads further down the road, like sort of curving away, like uh, along the mountain range, and a group of three. Chases after them is chases after it as well, and I'd like for you guys to um, let's see. Kind of think of the best way to. I mean, hiding again is just an action, so I'm not going to make you like roll for stealth. You're not moving yet, so uh, he he doesn't see you as he like kind of comes around to like that to the, where the rock face sort of ends. You know, and kind of comes back in. He's too bit. They're all they're all too busy chasing after the horses. So, I think you would you think that you know within this disarray, you guys might be able to advance towards this camp without arousing too much attention. I will still have everybody make stealth checks as they you know as we all approach, just to get a general idea of how much noise all y'all are making. <laughs> uh, so let's just start with Sven. Eleven. Ten. Seventeen. Twenty biatch. <laughs> Alright, it's not too bad, actually, all around. Not too bad. Thank God I have a really good scout. <laughs> at least he rolled a three, and I'm looking this, at it like, oh, someone's getting in, in, in the chaos, you know, that's ensuing here, like a ten is perfectly fine. So you guys, um, you know, sort of make your way towards the camp, and you're able to take a sort of like this sort of the path of least resistance, so to speak, you know, kind of head up along the side of the mountain and make your way actually towards the entrance where like, the mine carts are, I'm assuming. Probably staying away from the tents. Mm-hmm. Okay. Trying to draw as little attention to us as possible. This yeah, and I would say that you guys are able to uh, sneak your way right up to the mouth of this massive uh, cavern. Mine carts, you say? Mine carts is yep. what I heard as well, Zero. There are three minecarts. Like to ride one of these minecarts. Yup. I think we're contractually obligated to ride the minecarts. I mean, my athletics. Before you guys just wantonly hop into minecarts, so you guys kind of peek around the corner real quick um, of this like massive opening, 
and you can see that it, it is a like Three, giant like cavern. Three Stooges style, like yeah. Um, oh yeah, all of your heads sort of like coming up in a line. Yeah, absolutely. Now, Robin doesn't even have to move for that. He's just no, down yeah. here anyway. Like there, um, standing there. But you can see that this this is actually a very very large and very expansive intricate cavern. Um, there's this sort of main like pathway so to speak carved out that has the mine you know where like the minecart rails kind of go down and it sort of spirals down into like where you can't see um it's like very 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 large we're talking like you know this it opens up almost into like a 70 foot wide like like cavern and then with the ceiling that's higher than you can even see it and the walls it, it is inside a mountain yeah, so yeah all the all the wall like all the walls of this sort of carved out cavern have different like holes and hovels and things like that like kind of carved into them you can see that there are like uh, certain like lifts and things and pulleys that people are like being pulled up into and like you know people are carting out ore from and you know so it's, there's like there's all different kinds of passageways sort of coming out from this main chamber you can hear the workers singing their worker chant oh yeah Everyone's just like, yeah, like people are hard at work. They're, they're like the foremen are kind of like whipping them in the shape, so to speak. You know, like kind of pointing them out where to go, like carrying more stuff. Like, hey, you know, get up off your ass. Hi ho. <laughs> yeah. So I was thinking like work, huh? work. <laughs> I guess I was going with the dwarf song I got from Snow all White. But... The fucking work I need. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all the fuck. Yeah, so they're all like working hard. I mean, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of dwarves in here. Um, I mean, none of them like directly by the minecarts, but you can see that like you know, one just one lonely dwergar pushing another minecart up towards the uh, like where you guys are at, but he's still pretty far down along. There's two cart. There's there are two tracks, and um, up where you are, there are two on one track and one. Is there like a management another. office anywhere that we can see, like <laughs> a, a little office complex with like a neon light or something like that? In fact, there is. Oh, all right. We should head there. We should go there. Uh, it actually says, you know, uh, the it says uh, the <laughs> Dwergar, the manager. Yeah, offices of, of <laughs> Mr. Of, manager of, uh, Dirk Cragborn, head teamster. Okay. Shut up. <laughs> I, now I can't tell if he's being serious. I, I'm not being an <laughs> no, no. A part of me that's feeling like there's a little sarcasm there. There is, but I'm. I'm it's it's there. It's there. It's there. Oh, you're welcome for asking that, boys. <laughs> Let's go talk to him. So you're just gonna waltz right in and just. Well, I mean, there's only one management? other guy I see right there. Isn't who, that who we want to deal with? Who's the most charming of the bunch? Well, there's the office, but there's also that lonely worker just pushing up a mine. Mean, so should we kill the know, worker, behead him, and then take his head into management and be like, so no charm. You hear the voice him. of Razi echo in your head. Don't Isn't harm the workers. Oh yeah. Yeah, but I thought the Dwergar wasn't a worker. I thought they're the ones He's that pushing. Dwergar are just the race of the dwarves that are here. So we won't behead the worker. No, his gray life matters. <laughs> I, if this was visual, I feel like this worker. thought bubble would like pop over uh, Sven's head and mm -hmm. just have like uh -huh. Rosie's face in Rossi's it. face. Don't harm the workers. Yeah. Sorry, Rosie. <laughs> What are you doing? Do you guys just waltz and straight to management then? Yeah. Again, is anybody here persuasive out of the out of the group, or are we all just rash crash individuals? I mean, I have intimidation, so my thought is, I like I wanted from the beginning, walk in there, tell him what our business is, fuck shit up with me, and see if he wants to get in line or get killed. So you want to intimidate him? Yeah. I'll. I'll 
I'll be on there with this. This is a very door kicking kind of thing. I mean, so are you go, right. So, it's yeah, not yeah. Like so how do you like? Yeah, it is a hostile we're, takeover. We're we need to be hostile about it. Mine. How do you? How do you? Uh, t- how do you make your entrance? It, describe the door to me. Why don't we just say it is an is a banded oak door? Banded oak. Is it smalted? No. Has it been? <laughs> has it been? Uh, <laughs> Varnished or anything like that. Sure. Okay. Both smalted and has multiplied to it, <laughs> like beer. Um, Smalting. Okay. If I took my sword uh-huh. and swung with good force towards the door, would mm-hmm. I be able to break through the door? Maybe. Depends on how well it, you it, hit the door. But, right, but it could be feasible. Should the roll come out correct, should, it would should, be feasible. Could we just try to open it first? I feel like we should try to see <laughs> if it is locked or not. I mean, it's up to you. I mean, you do want to intimidate. I get it. Would it. I feel like Hoblin like like is just waiting his way into Spence. You're right. We should, we, should just, but I feel like we should knock. We should knock. It's polite. I also... Mean, all right, At least so give him a chance. Knocking down the door sounds great and all, but once it's knocked down, then we can't close it from the inside. You're right. Yeah, but <laughs> then we'd be trapped True. inside the Great point. room anyway. So, so we're going to see if the door's unlocked. It sure is. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, and Rose now we're committed. Opens it. So, yeah. so you just open the door, just waltz right in. Sure. All right. So the 19. I mean, just, I open the door, but I, I let, you know, I'm a Who gentleman. I let everybody else go in first. Okay. Yeah. So everybody kind of just pours into this room and this rather portly Dwergar. Um, sort of wearing uh, wearing bifocals and uh, has like a very long braided gray beard looks up from uh, some some paperwork on, on this desk it's like literally just like a giant room and like a desk in the center and there's like nothing else and and like, what's his reaction when we walk in? not even a plant? he kind of looks up and not even a plant there's just his we're glasses. in the middle of a mountain <laughs> like a <plastic> <laughs> nothing well, he likes <laughs> to take care of something, you know. Nothing. Red I guess he could have like a UV light or something. Uh, yeah, yeah. Dwergarian light. Was he got a hydro garden? No, no well-maintained bonsai tree he's been keeping for the last <laughs> two hundred and fifty years. No. Okay. Succulents. Of so there's literally just stacks of paperwork everywhere. <laughs> he's snipping it as we walk in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, and he looks up at you, and he uh, kind of adjusts his his glasses for a bit, and he says, uh, "What are you doing here?" What do you want? It's all you, Sven. Uh, Sven's gonna walk. Who let over. you in here? Are you are you on the tour? We let ourselves in. Ooh, there's a tour. <laughs> can we? Can we, can save us can we hop on board this? Is it a three-hour tour? Well, can we hop on board this tour to kind of get to the top without you know murdering anyone along the way? Like no, murder is the only way. But so murder is our trail. Well, are you having this conversation with them as you're like? This is real. Like I. Yeah. Like this, we can use this to our advantage. And, this tour. And and Dirk and Dirk says uh, something like, "What are you talking about? Murders? There's no murders on this tour." Give it time. <laughs> Sven walks oh, over to the table, puts his hands down, uh-huh. and asks. Who's in charge here? Uh, well, if you are talking about the foreman, that is me. However, the the master of this forge is Ivan von Hammerstein, and he is uh, overseeing the operations at the Great Anvil. Ivan. 
So I'd like to speak. Which you will great you will see if you were, were, were to uh, you know go on the tour of this Ooh, fine facility. So I feel like this yes. would get us to ride a train car, which I would like tour. to do. Yes, well, you will have to purchase your tickets. Can I intimidate him out of making me purchase a ticket? No, we're already uh, in here. We I mean, purchased if you, our tickets. If, if you, I'm, can, I'm can asking I, the group can, right now. Can I see them? I lost. Can you see them? <laughs> Give me deception. Throw me a deception. 14. Yeah, he's an idiot. So he's just like, absolutely. He's like, oh! My, my apologies, Master Dragon King. I'm sorry. Uh, I will. He's like, just see. You see him kind of just rip up a few pieces of parchment and just like write down like you know, voucher on it and just hands one to each of you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Full disclosure: this dude is a complete idiot. I mean, 100%. percent a total moron. Like, I mean, the most incompetent of incompetent. Yeah, this does not reflect on us in any positive way. Well, no. Just... So can I? Can I? Oh, now that I want to use that idiot. information, can I? Can I see if I can like get him to pay me to be the tour guide? Can we? Yeah. Can we no. persuade him into any sort no. of? No. Well, don't, don't um, no. 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 Don't no. Push. No. My thought from here is, like, maybe since now he thinks we're tourons, be like, oh, on our way in, we saw a bunch of guards leaving. You sent all of your guards away? And maybe he'll be like, no, we left five guards behind. Blah, blah, blah. You don't think we can get some information out of this guy by just trying to play stupid? I mean, a complete idiot. We can be like, we can like pad his stats and be like, oh, this place seems like it's so secure. Tell me more about like, and see if he just starts boasting about like how he thinks it's, you know, give a little bit more information about what we're about to walk into. You know? Yep, let's do that. Okay. Yeah, I... Well, first he kind of gestures for you. He says, "Come, come, I will take you on the tour." And you see him like as, you know, remember that lonely dwarf I was telling you about pushing that minecart up. You see him kind of like sna- you see um, Dirk like snap his fingers at uh, at this uh, this dwarf and, and and tells him, "Mittens, get over here and mind the foreman shop while I go and uh, give our guests here the tour." And you, you hear him just go like, "Okay, boss." And then he just lets go of the minecart and it just it just sails right back down the, the the track all the way down the spiral thing. So he'd been pushing this up for. Wait, are they all this stupid? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and he just this is gonna you know, be a breeze. Like Easiest pops in, pops inside. And um, he starts taking you on the tour. He's like, "Zitour, Zitour, Zitour." This tour consists of we're talking. A straight four-hour excursion into this facility. He's showing you all of the different rooms where the miners extract the ore, and then where they break down the ore, and you know, and 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 and, and then smelt it, and then you see that there's all these different pipes that line the walls as well. And through these pipes, you can actually see like molten, like ore, flowing through them all the way down this sort of like spirally like main chamber all the way down like you know and as he kind of like takes you down several several levels into this mountain into this volcano um you know the temperature actually begins to rise a bit as you descend deeper we don't know what Razi knows every little bit of these details could be news to him and could be useful 
um, you know, you, there are an assortment of workers all just like pulling different levers and gears and turning things to sort of keep all of the pipes and machinery and, and things that they are using to help themselves excavate and transport all of this, you know, ore down into the main forge, like to keep it all running. It's definitely like a, it requires a lot of hands to, to, to remain operational. He's even explaining to you that uh, he says, uh, you know, if if any worker were to not be at their station for too long, you know, things could overheat and it could be a disaster. We have many, you know, they have, we have several rotating shifts to make sure that there are always at least two people on each um, each component, they can, or in, in each like you know, at each valve and stop in and, and uh, passageway points, you know, so to speak. Like we know where like the um, set piece of pipe called you know, that joins several elbow. Yeah, like you know, like every sort of yeah, at every at every joint and every break and like you know, in, 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 this, in this pipe, yeah, every every juncture in this piping, so to speak. Um, you know, there are several workers sort of, make, you know, just making sure that everything is well maintained because any, any wrong move and this whole place fills with lava and molten ore and it's just going to be a disaster and all their work is lost. The, 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 the obsidian forge and anvil itself wouldn't be harmed because they cannot be melted by lava rock, but they've done a lot, you know, they, they, they've, they've humans can be. But the dwarves have been, you know, working this mountain for centuries, and they, bunch of slag in the tunnels. He even shows you really there's an iron. There's, there's, there's even there's actually even a sign on the wall that says, you know, that the last accident was 973 years ago. To keep the morale up mm-hmm. this March. Yeah. <laughs> there's a safety bonus at the end of the year for each dwarf. You know, so, I mean, again, the, you know, the tour continues. He's showing you all the different pieces, and, and, you know, you can see that the weapons that are coming out of this, are they just look, I mean, magnificent. They're like all of this, this sort of, like, you know, like obsidian black, like, material. Um, they look incredibly, incredibly well smithed. Well smithed? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not Will smithed. Will smithed? Well smithed. Um, I think the word might be forged. Yeah. But. Yeah, well forged. Could be way worse if they were Jaden Smith. That would be like, how can pipes be real if our uh, magma isn't real? It's all real. Very fashionable. But yeah, so so it's a pretty tight operation. And as you reach the end of this sort of curved cavern, so to speak, once you reach towards the bottom, you can see that all of these different pipes all kind of come down into this this one area where. There are several pools, or like you know, like basins, so to speak, of um, of like molten ore, and then a giant anvil in the center of this this cavernous expanse. It's like a one fifty by one fifty, yeah, down. It's huge. You know, workers are on the walls. You know, making like some of them are pouring. You know, more. You know, more. Uh, the, you know, materials into these basins and then some people use, you know, it's like it's this whole operation and at the top of sort of the set of stairs that overlook that overlooks this large anvil, there's a throne and in it is a very large and broad chested dwarf um, that Dirk points out that that's Ivan and he's just sort of overseeing the operations and he's barking his own orders at some of the crew and uh you know, and sort of asking you like, oh, you know, what do you what do you think is the operation, and uh, you know, and all that. How many guards, etc., are there around Ivan? 
How many non-workers? How many non-workers? You can see that um, he's sort of flanked by uh, two lieutenants. My gut? I'm always wrong. Who else has an idea? I have, a, <laughs> I have an idea. Since it seems like such a very intricate, well-oiled machine where each dwarf kind of serves his purpose, I feel like creating a distraction among the dwarves kind of setting things astray commanding the attention of obviously Ivan and his Mm-mm. lieutenants no, no. Co- counterpoint to that any Lava. any anything like this done is going to damage the facility which our patron does not want yes. we Correct. cannot distract in the any way distract the workers. no they're keeping pipes with lava from this place filling up with lava and they're going to keep going like we'll be able if we take over, they're gonna just keep going the way they're right. going. They're done. So we don't want to disrupt that. Like the general. I, I like where you're going with that. So leave them be. Correct. Yes. yes. They are the innocent parties in all of this. Right. Not I that mean, we care, but we'll just let them be for this. Yeah. For this. Boss says we can't leave just care because we it's profitable for us to care. Yes. Murder Ivan and some. So Dirk. Dirk kind of. You know, I mean, at this point, him. I would like to. We're close to Ivan. He's the boss. My gut is telling me just to kick this guy off of the thing. Like, literally, put my foot in his back, kick him off the thing, and then go fight Ivan. Should we? We're lure right him? here, and there's Should we two lure guys. Him out even, of the even this guy giving us the tour oh, is holy? part of mm-hmm. the machine. Yeah. Maybe politely suggest to him that his part in the tour is over. And um, he should go back to his office. Can we use okay. his stupidity to our advantage in this point, and kind of bring Ivan to a spot where it's more advantageous to us without Mr. Foreman? The does uh, Ivan have any weaknesses, allergies, uh, <laughs> back pain? <laughs> any recent medical procedures? No. <laughs> Why do you ask Imagine such a strange a question? So we can go in deep cover and apply for a job. As well I'm as just. I'm just real curious. Uh, does uh does Mr. Ivan over there have any uh, uh, obvious weaknesses? <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, he seems to be immune to the fire, which is why he is Zibos. Ah. All right, so our instructions were a lot more than I was expecting. Does but, but do a hostile takeover. But there's only one guy not working, and we gotta harm somebody. Three guys not working. Yeah. Oh, three guys. He, he has two yeah. lieutenants two with him. Lieutenants. Well, they're on the job. Yeah, but they're his guys. Oh, okay. They're not workers. Right. They're not. The, yeah. They're guys Keeping that would. Fight. A worker's not right. going to drop his cart to fight us for Ivan. Right. These two will fight we'll us. Fight. Can we lure them away from where they are? I feel like they're. More I feel like they're right near us. They're are they not like within in a threesome than they are individually? Yeah, we're a five. Correct. I'm open for suggestion. Charge or try to get the boss guy to bring them over to us. Each one by one. It's tough because he's got the home field advantage either okay. way. How far away are we from him right now? I did say it was 150 oh by 150. Why don't we say you're... I'm going to make up an arbitrary number and just say he's 80 feet away. And could we run to him from here? Why I run? mean... Well, no, but what I'm asking is, like, he's not, like... Is there a train car near enough? It's, like, a big to... cavernous thing. It's not, like, somewhere where we'd have to climb to. It's, like, we could... 
run. We could walk to him. Is it a direct line to you him? You could just walk to him. Right. I think we gotta just we just gotta engage. Yeah. Gotta right right up until forward. we are in our positions to engage, we might as well just saunter up like nothing is uh, the matter. We ease ourselves into position because nothing is wrong. So in is Ivan's he sitting like we make it Jesus? Wrong. Jesus, God, and the Holy Spirit, like Ivan's in the middle, and he's got his two lieutenants like seated at his side. Is that what we're looking at? Pretty much, except he's standing. He's standing. He's Are standing his in front. Standing? Yeah, because he's yeah, yeah. He's got like, barking orders out of people. But then they're flanking him. Yeah, they're just like standing on either side right. of him. I say we surprise attack him. I agree. Okay. I'm feeling my javelin. Uh, just no, before on, we start with that, um, I suggest to our teamster foreman that. It's been a great tour, but when I said uh, the night ain't over, um, what did I say exactly uh, about murders? Um, not yet. <laughs> yeah, not yet. Sure. It's yet. You might want to head back to your office. You kind of see his eyes kind of go wide, and he just says, I hope you know what I, I hope you know what you are doing. What we're being paid to. And he We'll just, see you later. He doesn't even question it and just like starts running up. And You know, Ivan is not blind, and he sees that his... Uh, his you know, he head teamster just sprinted away from you guys, and you know he looks up and he's like, "What can I help you with? You don't work here." Yeah. Um, <laughs> yet. Can I have a quick pause? Is it too much to say? Can we use this guy as like a human shield? Is like literally like part he's of already our He's already run away. He's already gone. He's already gone. We're not hurting thing. the workers. Is that too much? Yes. yes. Okay. Don't hurt the workers. <laughs> just I don't know. If, like oh, I just wanted. To, I, just I mean, I would. I will like... leave that up to you. But he's already run away. Oh, he's gone. Yeah. There okay. are many other workers in this room. Okay, we've we can get back. We've completely it. lost our surprise. Just wanted. Yeah, that, to... that wasn't an intended outcome. Of so that. I know. I remember you're a guest here. Just remember that. I have a thing called dreadful aspect, which I feel like may be useful here. Uh-huh. What is that? It <laughs> would force Ivan to make a wisdom save. Mm-hmm. And if he fails, he is frightened for one minute, which okay. I'm assuming does bad things to him. It makes him on his turn have to move up to his speed away from you if he can't. And doesn't it put him at disadvantage for... Uh, yeah, if he tries to attack you. He would still be... No. Disadvantage to check attacks while source of fear is in sight. Oh, so he'd yeah. have disadvantage against everybody. Yeah, you could try to do that, but like, it's a dreadful aspect I believe you have to do as like a part of something. Right? I don't know. Is that like your... It's, a, it's my channel divinity. Yeah. <clears throat> Okay. So my thought is that if he's got to yeah. like if he's got to roll at disadvantage until he can make a save, What's, that's is there a range yeah. on that? And this is a big um, empty room, so you're always going to be, be inside right of him as long is, as he's in this room. Well, it's got to be within thirty feet. So should we try to get to thirty feet, maybe? Well, and... we should if we're going to properly threaten him. We want to be within speaking distance. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're already. He's already kind of talking at you so we're gonna cut back to that conversation well so if he's talking at us are we still 80 feet away from him is he like yelling across the yeah okay he's like he's asking you what you're doing here okay oh we'll come over there and tell you (laughs) i don't know (laughs) 
we just need to yell. You just need to be the most charismatic of the of the group. We might as well just advance on the guy. We want to get this into an engageable range. Yeah, if he's yeah, we keep talking. And he kind of like steps down from the steps itself and kind of stands in front of the anvil. And well, we were on the tour and we got lost a little bit. Doesn't look like as as we're walking towards him. I'm trying to engage him as we're walking Mm -hmm. toward, like verbally engage him. Because uh, and then when we get to thirty feet, I'm going to do the thing. Try to make him. Okay, he says because my my uh, my employee Dirk was running away from you. He had to use the bathroom. He would never leave a tour unattended. That is not like Dirk. He may be stupid, but he's not dumb. He literally crapped his pants right in front of us. <laughs> you I mean, you're within wrong. 30 feet. Yeah, so I, he's got to make a... If I'm doing it, he's got to make a wisdom. So what does it look like when you like sort of take on this dreadful aspect? Um, I imagine it... I almost imagine it as this sort of like... So I'm a, I'm a dragonborn. Dark energy like surrounding you. My, yeah. my scales are going to change color to like a real dark red. Okay. And I'm just going to kind of throw my hands up in there a little bit and be like, this place is ours. Okay. Uh, so wisdom save he's got to make? Yes. He gets a 12 against your spell save 13, DC. Right? Needed a 13. So he fails. He fails. And he is frightened like a bitch. Oh, yeah. He jumps back. Um, and I'm going to call that an act of aggression. And then we're going to roll initiative yeah, nice, I, I think nice, that was a great nice. opener, so. I like it. <coughs> I like that a lot. That put us in a good place. <laughs> Seriously. All right. Uh, get my ones out. Damn. Uh, this might be the first time. Straight up 10. Yeah. All right, so Flareon. Ten. Ten. you said? Yep. Roven. Nine. Zero. Fourteen. Spike. Four. Ouch. Sven. Thirteen. Uh, hey, Zero. You're rolling it off with the enemies. 11. Dance off. Nine. You got okay. served. So they're going to go first. What was it in Zoolander? A pose off? Nah. A walk off. Walk off, that's it. Yeah, there we go. So there's three of these jabronis. They're doing a walk off. There are three of these jabronis. You're going to see them. So you, just so you understand what's going on with this guy. um, He's frightened. Well, he's frightened for one minute or until it succeeds a save at the end of its turn. It can't save at the end of its turn if it's still within 30 feet of me. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, at the end of his turn, if he's he's no longer within 30 feet of you, you can try to make a save. Right. Okay. As combat begins... You're going to notice that the workers that are manning the pipes see how dreadful and scary you all look and the fact that you're here to, like, cause some harm, and they immediately run away. And you can see that one of the things happening yet, there on, on either side of the cavern, there are two sets of, like, an assortment of levers and um, like sort of like wheels that were maintaining a balance of cool, like 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 a, like a, like cold, cold stream water to sort of balance the temperature to keep the pipes cool, while also directing the flow of the molten ore to the proper, to the proper to the proper location so they don't overflow. And 
now things are starting to get a little hairy. Okay, so perception-wise, how far is the cold and the hot? I mean, one person, if you had one person on each side, they could handle it themselves, okay. by themselves. But you would need one person manning each side simultaneously. So one person couldn't just run between them? You can't run 150 feet in one that's what I was. Okay, that's what I was trying to figure out. Yeah. Okay. And it's actually still, at this point from you, 75 feet away. Or several turns. Okay. Um, so I have the ability to act, move, act, and dash. Yeah, because you can dash as a bonus, or as a cunning action, right? Right. So, and I also have fast hands, which means I can still attack while pulling a lever. Well, I'll let you think about that. Yeah. But I'm I'm just just letting you know what's happening. And I'm going to go ahead and say that Ivan and his cronies are going to press the attack first. Ivan is first going to start by, obviously, moving 30 feet away from you. And um, is going to pull out a heavy crossbow. And at disadvantage, fire at zero. Yeah, ten. Uh, no. That's your AC. Nope. Uh, the two lieutenants are going to charge in at Hoplet. Or not Hoplet, sorry. The two okay. lieutenants are going to charge in at Sven. Does he not get a wisdom saving throw now that it's his turn? Um, I'm going to do it at the end of this whole turn. Um, the lieutenants themselves are going to make um, two attacks against against you um, Sven with their war picks war pick 7 a 10 getting better every time a 12 and a 23 finally (laughs) (laughs) I hit an itch Uh, 9 slashing or no I'm sorry 6 slashing Six slash. That scratched it. And it, I'm going to have um, Ivan make another wisdom save at the end of his turn. And he gets a six. He He's failed. Still frightened. Zero. Zero is going to fire at uh, Mook number two. Sure. That is a modified 21. That's a hit. It's for 12. Yeah, good hit. Still, still standing. He's doing okay. Yeah. Um, are you moving anywhere, Zero? Um, so we're, what, maybe about in the middle of the room or so? Yeah. Um, what kind of, we're looking at, a, what, about 30 feet of range to the mooks and um, 30, 40, 55 feet to uh, Ivan Terrible? Uh, I'd say they're roughly all within the same general distance of each other. Okay. Um, yeah, but no, the, the mooks did get a little closer to engage with Sven. All right. So, yeah, um... I would say that Ivan is, we'll say, he's 30 feet away, and the mooks are like pretty much right with you guys, because Sven is with you. Okay. Zero moves about 15 feet back after he makes the shot. Mm-hmm. We're trying to keep a good, you know, at least a semi-ranged distance, and hopefully with some people further up, it encourages the mooks or whoever to close melee with them and not with me. Sure. Okay. Got it. Uh, Sven. You got some uh, lieutenants engaged with you. I am going to attack the lieutenant who has not been hit yet. Okay. I am going to cast Thunderous Smite. I'm going to thunderously smite him. 
Um, What's the text on that? The first time that I hit with the melee weapon during this spell's duration, uh, I get a thunder audible strike that goes for 300 feet, and I get an extra 2d6 damage. Uh, Also, if he fails a strength save, uh, he is pushed 10 feet away and knocked prone. Awesome. Let's see it happen. Thunder audible. Swing swing away with that thunderous greatsword. Yeah. Omaha. What is that? 23. Nice. Okay, uh, so roll your greatsword damage, your thunder damage, and then I'm going to have him make a strength saving throw. Here he is. Six would be slashing damage. Nine would be thunder damage. Okay, and he succeeds, I think, with a 14 on his strength ah, By the skin of his balls. All right, so what was the total damage on that? The total six. damage was 15. It was six slashing, nine thunder. Excellent. Great hit. He's still going strong, though. He took Woo! the thunder. Is the other mook his thunder buddy? I would, I would imagine. That <laughs> they would could be, be thunder, thunder buddies for the life. the rest of their abbreviated Flareon. lives that we'll allow them to have. Flareon the barbarian. Now, how far is Ivan away from? He's my between situation. He's between be, between you and Ivan. Are these two lieutenants, Sven? Uh, and uh, he's about 30 feet away from you. About th- Ivan's about Ivan's 30, 30 feet, feet away. away. Well, I am going to be raging. Okay. Um, I will move up towards him 30 feet right up from right up to yeah, him, you can engaging him in attack. Um, I will be using my frenzy, so uh, melee attack is a bonus action um, each turn while I am raging. Um, so exhaustion make, so level is plus points. one after rage. Yeah, once you're done with rage, you get a you get, get, get a point of exhaustion. But you're, but right for, for, but until until your rage ends, you can yes. use your bonus action to make an extra melee attack. Correct. Which I'm going to use my great axe to nice. try to do it. Do as much damage as possible to the big man himself. Ugh. It is eight eight. Uh, that does not hit. Roll your second attack. Second. Is a thirteen. Nope. Does not do it. Yikes. Sorry. Both heavy misses. Roven. Okay, so I am 75 feet away from one, from either lever. Correct. Like, from either set of levers. Do you have a preference? Well, there's 50 ways to love your lever. <laughs> <laughs> I will go cold. Uh, and I will move, use my action to move again, and use my cunning action to dash. Spending my 75 feet. Okay. 25, so, 25, 25. Yeah, okay. So wait, hold on. Wait, you can't... You, you, if you're already dashing as a bonus action, you can't dash again as an action. Oh, I can't. Yeah. Uh, oh, well. Shoot out you can't, you out can't, you can't like, dash, time. dash. All right. You, you can dash. Okay. Move, why are you moving? So 25 shot. Yeah. So you move 25 feet. You use a cunning yeah. action to dash 25 sure. feet. So you're at 50 now. Well, no. Let's, let's, let's backtrack a second. Okay. So since I'm going to attack, I want to be a little closer, just you know, for for sake. Sure, yeah, whatever you gotta do. Uh, so we'll 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 go 25 feet. We'll make a crossbow attack on Lieutenant Number Two. Mm-hmm. That is a bullshit roll. That is a nine. <laughs> nope. Yep. And I'm going to dash another 25 feet toward the lever. Okay. Um, which way did you go, left or right? It's like hot and cold, right? Uh, no, there's hot and cold on both sides. 
Oh, okay. So there's two levers on both sides. Yeah, there's, like, there's, there's a whole array of levers and wheels and stuff. <sighs> okay. So lucky um, I, yeah, I'll, I'll go left. Okay. Go left. Spike. What is dashing? You, you Only you can dash? Only you can I only dash. dash as a bonus action. You awesome. can dash, but you would have to use your action to do it. And essentially, it just allows right. you to move up to your movement speed again. So you couldn't attack as well. All right. You would not be able to attack as well. Right. I'm going to move 30 feet closer to the to the other set of controls. Sure. And um, I am going to... Oh, man. <laughs> I'm going to do an ensnaring strike. Okay. On Ivan. Okay. All right. Now, what do we got for ensnaring strike there? Okay. The next time you hit a creature with a weapon attack before this spell ends, a writhing mass of thorny vines appears at the point of impact, and the target must succeed Ouch. on a strength saving throw or be restrained by the magical vines until the spell ends. A large or larger creature has advantage on the saving throw. If the target succeeds on the save, the vines shrivel away. While restrained by this spell, the target takes 1d6 piercing damage at the start of each of its turns. Hmm. A creature restrained by the vines or one that can touch the creature can use its action to make a strength check against your spell save DC. On a success, the target is freed. Understood. Cool. Alright, uh, so shoot your... Shoot your snaring strike at it. Be using your one of your crossbows for it. That sounds so dirty. Shoot your ensnaring strike at it. Wait, Rope before right I did that, I didn't know about the large creature advantage. He's a medium okay, creature. Okay. Dwarves are medium. Okay, okay. Technically, yeah. even though they're right. small in stature. It's large for a dwarf. Was, I, think I yeah. forgot he was big for it's broad. Flareon and myself are large. Okay. Correct. No, everyone no. is medium. Large are like we're talking like giants and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, so I, I, I sit I corrected. Medium. Yeah. Okay. That's uh, an 11. Nope. Okay. Does not work. So the ensnaring strike actually misses. Okay. And... Uh, you would still actually expend a spell slot for that, too. Okay. Shoot. Uh, you can still make your offhand attack. Okay. And my offhand attack is a 7. Nope. Nope. All right. Hit. Cool. Yes, this just got easy. <laughs> Unfortunate. Okay. Um, As we reach... Back to the, the top of initiative, and you know Ivan and the lieutenant's turns. You see that the uh, you can the, the room begins to rumble a bit as you can see that the pipes are becoming like hotter and starting steam. to steam. Um, so we'll start with the lieutenants that are attacking Sven, and they're going to continue their war pick assault. The war pick uh, assault. A an eight. No. And a nine. No. From one guy. And 24, and a nat 1 from the other. So we'll say, we'll go with the hit first. And that's just, uh, that's 5 piercing damage. But then the nat 1, he, um, I like the I like it when he swings and hits his buddy. So we'll say the number 2 just hit number 1 for, holy crap, max damage. <laughs> that sucks. I mean, for, it's good I mean, yeah, it's great for us. Yeah, it takes nine. He'll take I, nine. I'm just glad it happens that. to someone other than us sometimes. Right. Is he still alive? Yeah, he's still good. He's Actually, taking, he's taking fifteen and nine. Yeah, he's still good. So the um, suckers are heavy duty. Ivan, which means Ivan's going to be a horse. He's going to pull out his greatsword. 
Larian. You done fucked up. I done fucked up real good. Um, he, you're, he's still thirty feet from you. He's fifty-five feet from me. Oh yeah. Oh, I may have screwed up some distances then, but whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, but he only let's see his first attack with his greatsword against you, Flareon, is only a ten. Negative. Second one is a fifteen, though. Ah, uh, hit. Did he roll those at disadvantage? Is it all attacks? He yeah, it's not. as long as he's he within my not. sight. Sorry. Um, so no, in that case, it was a miss. Perfect. You're welcome, Flareon. Thank you, sir. Because I scared the shit out uh, of you. End of scared the end shit of his out turn. Of he's gonna make another wisdom save. Wow, he's doing terrible. He got a seven. <gasps> nice. Failed. He failed. Horrible. Again. He's still terrified. Good job, Sven. <laughs> Solid. Terrified. Zero. All right, we're taking another shot at Mook number two. Okay. And that's going to be a mess. Okay. Pass. Honest. <laughs> Honest. <laughs> no, that's zero. You turn. get a turn. Okay, Sven. Pass. Um, Since this bee is right up on me, I am going These two to... Bees. Well, yeah, both of them, but I'm looking at the one that's taking more damage in uh-huh. particular. And I'm going to swing my sword at him. Just regular style this time, no thunder strike. Okay. When I said I'm going to swing my sword at him this time. You meant pole vault again. Yeah. Yeah, you you when you go I to, rolled when a you one. go to when you go to swing your sword back, like when you kinda like raise it up to like kind of make a swing, it actually falls out of your hands. So I'm unarmed. Uh yeah, and lands behind you. Awesome. Yep. So I'm assuming I'm going to have to use an action to pick that back up. I would, yes. yes. Can I do that right now? No. <laughs> You've used your action to attack. Can I do that right now? No. Good try. <laughs> How about now? Larian. <laughs> I'm still engaged with Ivan. I can am raging. Uh, we'll use Frenzy. Yeah, I mean, you're yeah, you're still raging for like pretty much the entirety for of this the, battle. You okay. don't even have to remind the inter- the me. Entirety. I just know. Um, so I will swing with my great axe. Yep. Towards Ivan. Thirteen. No. Miss. Absolute miss. Okay. Wow. Like, Ivan's just kind of sitting there as everything is just flying by him, and like nothing is actually happening to the guy. Which is not Roven. good this far into the fight. You're what are you man. doing, buddy? We gotta stop this place from exploding. Yeah. So I, well, I mean, he still needs to get to his spot too. So I feel like we should focus on the pipes. I move twenty five feet. I am at the lever. Mm-hmm. Um. So that you can see here that there are two lever. There are two <clears throat> levers and a a wheel that you um that like you know that turns like left and right. Um, that seems to you'd have to kind of you don't really know what they do yet. Right. Yeah. If I if I make a check, that's my action. Correct? Yes. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, However, as a what? as a thief, I don't think as that a I thief, would be super you are able to interact with an object as a bonus action. Well, no, I know that. Right. Right. So I can experiment mm-hmm. while still attacking. You can. As I'm saying you can investigate and then interact with it. Oh no! I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He wants to attack you as well. in particular. I feel like these guys need some help. I'm sure they do, but um, everyone needs yes. help. We, we need your help. Right, 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 right. right. Yeah, so I that's will, how you're helping. <laughs> I mean, I have terrible investigation, so we'll see what happens. I'm rolling on a raw raw roll right now. Eight. You know well enough that at least one of the levers is for temperature control. 
one of the levers is probably f- something to do with the large bucket, like or like a, a cauldron type thing suspended from the top of this chamber. Yeah, that's that holding a bunch of <laughs> molten ore. <laughs> and there is also a um, you know a wheel that seems to, they may that's maybe what's responsible for moving this thing back and forth on this side of the, on this side of the the forge. But I can't tell what exactly I need to do. You know that right now things appear to be running a bit hot. Okay. So the lever for temperature control mm-hmm. can you go can, up you, or down. Yeah, and I'll even say that when you look up, right now the cauldron is underneath a pipe that would see that looks to be what would expel this molten ore into it for then for it then to be transported to a bay of some kind. Sure. Like to like one of the basins. Okay. And it's like on a track, so you can only go left so, and right along that track. Okay, so the pipes are what's like. Yeah, and I will say that I will say that both levers are mm-hmm. in the center position. Right, so they can go either up or down. Correct. So there are multiple ways I could screw this. That up, is correct. Is what you're telling me. Okay, yeah. great, awesome. Uh, you only live once. <clears throat> I am going to pull the lever the non-temperature gauging lever yeah yeah which one is that left or right which one did you tell me what was what you didn't know which one was what <laughs> so what you, you they're okay, also so not I know one of them is temperature gauging the other one does the other but i don't know which one's which Great. Uh-huh. awesome uh one, okay. one, of them, one of them says like refudging the bifurcator yeah <laughs> right right exactly exactly unfudging the curmudgeonator yeah all right so <laughs> i will i will pull reticulate splines yeah. You're gonna fudge the. <laughs> have you ever, has anybody ever played Space Team? Yes. Have you ever played Space Team? Yes. Basically, we're looking at a big Space Team control panel. I'm going to pull <laughs> the left lever down. Lucky left. Uh, you hear a hissing sound as you can see that you know through a subsection of the pipe there are, appears to be cold stream water running through and cooling the pipe. <sighs> and it, but it's just still flowing. Um, so the ore is flowing, but there's water cooling the pipes. The water is flowing as well, cooling the pipes. And you can see that the ore, uh, the speed of the ore flowing through slows as the pipes cool down. Right, because the ore is solidifying. That makes sense scientifically. Got it. Spike. Uh, I'm going to have to dash the rest of the way, I yep, think. and make it there. Yeah. Okay, that's 50 feet? Yeah. Okay. I will still say, though, because I'm a nice guy, I will still allow you to interact with... Thank you. Something there. However, this is mirrored of the other side. So where oh, his the hell is this? So where so his, his right. where his is oriented, lever like from left to right, lever, lever, wheel. Mm-hmm. Yours is from right to left, lever, lever, wheel. So the left lever that he just pulled that cooled down the pipes is your rightmost lever, maybe rightmost. That's the lever. Allegedly. 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 Okay. What do I need? To do? Wait, is it still hot? Mm-hmm. On my side? Oh, it's super hot. Pretty it's steaming. Um, shit. And you didn't see him do anything because you were all the way on the other side of the room. Yeah. And if and it's even better that you don't remember what he did because now you have to guess just like he did. <laughs> lucky left, baby. Lucky left. Huh. Mm-mm. Do the thing. Flip the coin. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh. I'm going for the left. 
the so the one in the middle. I like, select so like, like the old, yeah, so, yeah, the left level, level ah, the middle control. Danger, okay, danger, up or down? Robinson. I feel like we yeah, can't do like it. Like Come on. Uh, I'm pulling the middle control down. Down? Yeah. You see that the bucket above your head, like the giant cauldron bucket, tips yeah. towards you, but there is nothing in it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Now you know, I messed up Ash a little Bell, bit. G.I. Joe. I did left, he does right. I, I'm just yes, saying. but he couldn't know that. <laughs> I'm just saying lucky And lucky. that's going to bring us to the, uh, the top of initiative again. And while Robin's side looks okay, Spike's side begins to now rubble and some of the pipes begin to crack and bulge as the pressure from the heat in them... Um, almost looks to be too much for them to bear. And the steam sort of like really starts billowing and billowing and billowing and the and the ore starts flowing faster and faster and faster. And it starts to be it begins to almost almost just start pouring out of the pipe above, but the cauldron is now tipped over. Ugh. And you're just staring up at a flow of molten hot ore that's about to just roll right off of this bucket. And that's where we're going to call this episode. Oh, damn. Damn, son. (laughs) It's cold. It's it's cold. It's real hot, hot, actually. It is real hot. It's super hot. So So, um, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thanks for joining us on this special adventure, hanging out with us, just kind of spending this time at our table with us, even if you're not here in person. Um, so I wanted to go ahead and outro our party. We have uh, James playing Ben. Sven Svensson at your service. <laughs> Mike playing Robin. Bye. Dave playing Zero. Yep, yep. See you later. Zach playing Spike. Bye bye now. <laughs> and Massimo playing Flareon. Yeah, bear. see you later. <laughs> Again, my name is Francesco. I'm your host of DM for tonight. Uh, check us out on Twitter. We are at Hapless Heroes. We. You know, we're also again if you're not social media savvy, email us. We're uh, haplessheroes at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Any feedback you have, or really just if you want to just say hi to us, you know, we're we, we don't we're pretty friendly guys. Most of us. <laughs> not really. I'm I, and I'm barely social media savvy. I still haven't figured out how to like our hapless heroes stuff from my own Facebook. It winds up being a thumbs up from hapless heroes on our own pod. Yeah, I'm actually so haggard. I'm I'm experiencing the same. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm damn, it's not just me. But yeah, so you know, hit us up, engage with us. We'd love to hear from you, and thank you again for listening. We love you. Good night. Goodbye. Good night. Goodbye. Okay,